Hey Ben. Ben. Ugh, son of a bitch. Take this outfit home, and you burn it. Look at here, look at here. Bobby Knight just threw his chair. Clear across the free throw lane. Artest has jumped over the scorer's table and is trying to get down to the bench. Artest is in the stands. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. There's too much money in my fucking hand. I can't hear you. <laughs> Alright, welcome in everybody. Welcome back to Fantasy Millionaires Daily Fantasy Basketball, brought to you as always by Ascat Sports. I'm your host, Dusty Martin, and alongside me for this podcast, nobody. I am completely and totally alone, similar to how Ben was last podcast, but this is actually way different. I had a valid excuse I know how hard this is to believe that I'm alone on this podcast. It does. I know you guys are all probably shocked and confused. Why is it just Dusty? Can we even handle just Dusty? I've never done a solo podcast, so bear with me. I think we're going to have some fun. I think we're going to enjoy it. But we do need to talk about why the hell I'm alone on this podcast and what this podcast is going to look like going forward towards the end of the season, which I think is two weeks so I think just about three or four more recordings for us this season um okay so let's just start at the beginning as you guys know I'm probably and and you know this is just what has been told to me I'm probably the most honest podcaster in the podcast universe you know I don't think I don't think anybody would disagree with that I think yeah, I think I'm very upfront with you listeners. I I tell it like it is. I don't I don't pull any punches, and I don't think the same can be said of our good friend Ben, our our co-host, if you will, Ben Sager. I don't think the same would ever be said about him. Uh, when him and I were on the podcast exactly a week ago, we were telling you guys about how we take five days off a year out of 365, and when I said that, I meant it take five days off a year. I enjoyed them. Thank you guys for bearing with me during those five days. Uh, It was a much needed refresher for me. I'm back. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to produce content for you guys. And Ben agreed at the time. He said, yeah, take five days off a year. You know, yada, yada, you know him. He's a hard worker, whatever, all that, all that nonsense. And then the Arizona trip ends, our spring break trip ends, and Ben just, just jets off to Italy, just leaves for Italy. For, for two weeks, uh, not much notice. He's just like, hey, I'm going to Italy. And uh, now he is in Italy, and I'm not. I'm here in Colorado working hard, grinding as I do. Uh, and Ben is nowhere to be found. So, you know... I don't, it's, I don't even know what to say. Well, in, in Ben's defense, he sent me a nice letter... He sent me a nice little text when I we figured out that it was just going to be me the rest of the season because Ben's in Italy for two weeks, which if you've done the math in your head, that is above the five days off that we said we take. That's that's he's up to 19 days in the past month, and I know what you're asking. Doesn't Ben have a full time job? That's a great question. I I don't know the answer to that. But anyway, in Ben's defense, he sent me a nice little note. Um, when I was like, well, it looks like it's going to be just me for the rest of the season. And he said, and I won't paraphrase, I'll just I'll give you guys a whole note. He said, quote, ha ha, good luck, buddy. 
that. End quote. That was it. So we got a good luck buddy from Ben. That's really nice of him to uh, to worry about this podcast so much, to worry about us so much. But um, you know, I guess I guess that's just what what separates me from the pack is I I am a man of my word. I am here. I'm working hard for you guys. I am busting my ass to get you. All the daily fantasy news that you need, get you some content to help you enjoy your Wednesday and Friday slates. And it looks like I am going to be taking us across the finish line solo. A little solo mission for me. Uh, it's kind of fun to sort of feel like, you know, one of those those old kind of cranky radio hosts. I feel like I can fit that role nicely. Um, but it might be a little rough around the edges at times. It is just me. Uh, so, you know, let's just, let's give a shout out to Ben. I hope you're having fun in Italy. He's with his family. That's good. Glad he's getting quality family time. He's with his sister, who, who, who you've met on the podcast before, Laurel. Shout out, Laurel. Hi, Laurel. Um, I really, you know, hopefully Ben is in Italy working with Laurel on her drinking habits, working to get those a little reined in, but you know, that's none of our business. So with that being said, you know, welcome to the show. Let's let's talk basketball because I'm here to talk basketball. I'm not here to hold a grudge. You know, Ben and I, we, we will be okay. Uh, he is, if I ever hear from him again, I'll let you guys know. We'll see if he even listens to this podcast, see if maybe I can push his buttons enough that he will somehow want to come back on the podcast as a special guest, maybe. Could have Ben on as a special guest. That'd be kind of fun. But anyway, let's get into this podcast. Uh, Let's just start by talking NBA. The season is winding down, and so I'm recording this late Tuesday afternoon for the Wednesday slate, so even the Tuesday games haven't quite kicked off, but uh, man, it is a fun time in the NBA season. This is really entertaining basketball. you got teams vying for a playoff position all the way up to the 1-2 and two seed, Toronto and Boston in the East Eastern Conference, and then on the Western side of things, you have essentially... Six teams at the bottom of the Western Conference fighting for four playoff spots. Two deserving teams are going to miss out, and each game just means so much. It is so fun to watch right now. My Denver Nuggets right now are on the outside looking in, but I'm going to be foolish and get my hopes up for them tonight. Uh, I'll let you know how that goes next podcast when I inevitably have to come back hat in hand and tell you guys that was stupid of me to get my hopes up, but... That is how I roll, so I am, uh, I don't know, I hate that I have faith in them, but that's that's not the point. The point is, is the NBA season is wildly entertaining right now. It is wildly interesting from just a fan perspective. There's so much good basketball to watch. There's also a lot of bad basketball to watch. So many teams trying so hard to lose, as you know, that is... Some of my favorite things to watch is just teams being bad and just being so good at being bad. Um, it's it's all going to be so fun to see how it all plays out here, and we are here for it. We are here for all the action, and we are here to make some money. So, uh, interesting Tuesday night games about to tip off. By the time you're hearing this, those games will be over, so you will have a little bit more clarity. But we're going to get into the Wednesday slate, as we always do here. We're going to get into the six-game Wednesday slate. It's not as appetizing as this Tuesday slate that I wish I could sink my teeth into, but it is six games nonetheless that we will work through. 
Uh, we're going to do a little bit differently this time because as now the sole owner or the sole host of this podcast, Jamie is, Jamie is still on board. Jamie's still a good friend of the Fantasy Millionaires. We'll see if Ben uh, tries to make things right. But uh, I, I am I am in charge of the content, so we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. I'm actually just going to sort of walk through the lineup that I built. I'm going to talk about the players I have I put in the lineup and talk about the players I left out but I'm interested in. And it's going to just be a little bit more free form, as it is just me talking. I hope you like to listen to me talk. I know I do. Uh, let's let's get into this slate. So six games: Philly, Detroit, Dallas at Orlando, Miami at Atlanta, Memphis at New Orleans, Boston at Toronto, and then the Spurs at the Lakers. So when I just looking at that, no game pops off the screen to me as going to be a wild shootout. Boston-Toronto, that is going to be the best game to watch from a fan perspective. Um, I assume Memphis and New Orleans will get up there with the over-under, but I bet in San Antonio-LA will also be up there. But no game, I, I don't see any of these games being over the 220 over-under line. Um, we'll wait to see as those sports lines comes out. But what that means is there's no real obvious jumping off point. But... You know, we're, we'll just go, we'll see what players we like, and we'll we'll see how this little bit tweaked format works here. So let's go ahead and start off at the point guard position. The guy that I'm liking at point guard who I am going to let be the first player in my lineup is DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine of the Orlando Magic. He is 5,800. He is going to be my starting point guard. And I like him because he is just... He is the veteran on this Orlando, this fairly young Orlando Magic team. He is anchoring this this ugly basketball team. He's playing over 30 minutes a game. He is getting his shots up. He is distributing the ball as well as rebounding the ball. I like his solid stats all around. He is a very solid player, and the minutes he is seeing on a crappy team allows him to have a little higher ceiling than he normally would on a normal normal NBA roster, if you will, but he's got Dallas in town, another team that is just sort of running with a ragtag group of guys. So, you know, I think this is DJ Augustine's chance to really shine amongst some youngsters, sort of his audition for the next season where he's going to be. But I'm just looking at his game long, 33, 31, 22, and 40. Pretty solid numbers right there. He's coming in under 6,000, like the value he offers, and I'm especially liking this matchup he has with this young Dallas team. So Augustine, I think he has a pretty safe floor as well as a fairly high ceiling given his matchup with Dallas at home. He is a guy that I am very interested in. Um, We're just going to go keep moving on down the list and I'll keep talking about positions. We're going to go to shooting guard. Shooting guard, the guy that I... We'll start with who I am going to go with. I'm going to go with Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies. Dylan is the young rookie out of Oregon. He has really started to play some really decent basketball down the stretch here for Memphis, a Memphis team that is, I would say, the least talented team in the league. But this kid does have a little nice potential for them. He is allowed to shoot the ball, and he is certainly getting the minutes. 38 in his last game, 26 and 30 in the games before that. 47 DraftKings points uh, on April 1st going for 28 regular points. That was his career high. Uh, His price has certainly jumped up a little bit to 4,600, but I still like him in this matchup with the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, 
New Orleans will win this game. They need this game so badly. Memphis does not care. This is going to be what I'm hoping is the Dylan Brooks show. I think this guy is playing with some confidence now. I don't think he's going to hit that 47 mark again, but just given the sheer volume that he sees and I think the confidence he's finding in his stroke, especially from three-point range, and just the aggression he is he's developing off the dribble, I like what this kid has to offer. And because I want to play some bigger names a little bit down in my roster – I like Dylan Brooks. I'm going to ride with him. Uh, I think he is another very he, – he's not a safe play because this kid definitely goes out and lays some eggs, but he's an intriguing play, and I like him. I think he's a good value play with what I'm trying to do with this lineup. Uh, another shooting guard that I will touch on that interested me but I did not end up plugging into the lineup is DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan will be playing Boston again for the second time in, I believe – three or four nights so and he you know he he kind of worked him last time but Boston ended up winning that game Boston just keeps winning we'll get to them but I like DeRozan he's the man on this team he'll be at home and what will be a huge game when it comes to playoff seating implications DeMar's a stud I know Boston plays defense well which is I think maybe what scared me a little but I do think DeMar shows up in a big way for his team in this game He's 7,800. I certainly see his potential. Didn't fit into my lineup, but I like what DeMar has to offer. Moving right along, I'm going to stay with that same game. We're now going to the small forward position of my lineup. The guy that I plugged in that I am really feeling good about for the Boston Celtics is Jason Tatum, the rookie who basically all season has not played like a rookie. This kid, just the pace that he plays at, the, the IQ that he plays at, just sort of seems wise beyond his years, and I really enjoy watching him play, especially in Brad Stevens' really smart basketball system. With just so many Celtics down right now, I can't even name them all because I can't keep track. Tatum and Morris are the focal points of this offense, and that's actually what I was going to talk about. I, I either like Morris in this game or Tatum. Sort of a pick em for me. You could, you could debate running them both out, but I went with Tatum. He's a little bit less expensive with similar upside, sort of, Packs the stat sheet, if you will. Huge game, like I said, going to Toronto. I think this kid will keep his composure in this game. Will show up well for Brad Stevens in Boston. Uh, 6100 I like that price. I think he could have a monster game and what is a monster game for his team. So, as I said, it's between him and Marcus Morris for me. They're both really good options at the small forward. I went with Jason Tatum. I don't think you can go wrong. Morris had a big game against Toronto last time, as did Tatum. So who knows? Maybe they both show up again. Uh, I, I am excited for that game from a basketball perspective. See if any of these teams look qualified to beat LeBron James. Spoiler alert, the answer is no. LeBron James will win the Eastern Conference, but that is a side note. Anyways, we will move right along to the power forward position then. And the guy that I have at power forward, I am really excited about. I think he is one of the most solid players in the league. One of the most underrated players in the league. That is LaMarcus Aldridge, the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio will be going into Los Angeles and what will be a huge game for them. San Antonio will be playing all the way through the season with... I suspect with playoff implications on the line the whole time. So LaMarcus will be a workhorse for them. Uh, he's 9,300. Both teams will be on the end of a back-to-back. -back. I just think in a game that 
Greg Popovich knows the Spurs need in what has become a pretty tough place to play against the L.A. Lakers. They, they're a little banged up, but they have proven to be a little bit more worthy of opponent than they have been in past years. So I think, you know, the Spurs mantra is really just leaning on LaMarcus, and I don't think that changes here. I think L.A. is... Average defensively at best, they're not going to have much of an answer for LaMarcus. He is going to get his touches, no doubt. Guy gets up almost 20 shots a game. you got to love that volume. Put up 50 points in his last game when the Spurs smoked Memphis. Looks like the Spurs are maybe rounding into shape at just the right time. I mean, what else did you expect? But, you know, LaMarcus, the matchup is too good to pass up. I think he could have a monster game. If not, I know he will have a very solid game. I like him at that power forward position. He, I'm willing to pay up for him given that matchup. Looking, looking for a big game out of Lamarcus. He sort of burned me and um, my ex co-host when we first, when we first um, rolled him out in our very first NBA lineup. I think it was he rolled his ankle in the first half, so he sort of owes, sort of owes me a big game. I, I do believe in the karmic forces affecting the DraftKings world. So I'm looking for a big game out of LaMarcus. I know I've earned it, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, I'll give you one more name with the power forward position that did not find his way into my lineup, but is an interesting play nonetheless, and that is of the Miami Heat, James Johnson. Miami, I believe, is in that eight spot in the Eastern Conference. They are still still vying for where they're going to be settled when it's all said and done, playoff seating-wise. But James Johnson... 6,500. He's put up some really solid games. He's a little volatile for me, but in a game that I know Miami wants to win, going into Atlanta, uh, I wouldn't mind gambling on James Johnson. It's always somebody. It's always one of those secondary players for Miami has a huge game right in that mid-tier price. Could be James. If you're willing to gamble on it, I I endorse the gamble. He will not be in my lineup, but I get it. Okay, at the center position, another guy that I am I'm really into paying up again, ten thousand three hundred dollars. The center for the Detroit Pistons, Andre Drummond. I am all over this guy in this game. No Joel Embiid. I think Drummond will eat against Philadelphia and their reserve players. Uh, not to mention he's at home in Detroit. Drummond and Drummond and Embiid have kind of kind of been yapping at each other via Twitter. Well, at least I think it was Drummond. But anyway, uh, Drummond, I I believe, knocked Embiid for not being able to play all the time, essentially calling him a pussy. Well, you know, which, don't get me wrong, Joel Embiid is very talented, very entertaining, but he has durability issues. You cannot deny that. Andre Drummond, on the other hand, he shows up to play. So I think he's sort of going to relish this opportunity of Embiid on the sidelines, and he's just going to dominate. He's just going to show out, just say, look at me, I show up to play and I am destroying your team. So $10,300, I am up for that price. I think he gets at least 20 points, 20 rebounds, and just a monster big man game. He's a rebounding machine. Uh, he's, he also scores the ball very well. 61 points three games ago. That's really what I want out of him. A big game like that. Uh, you know, the pace of that game won't be great, but I do, I do like Drummond. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and so we'll we'll just continue on down the lineup here. That covers the positions, but I will give you a few more names here, and I will round out this lineup for you guys. At the guard position, I have Patty Mills. Patty, 
Another San Antonio Spur in my lineup, so he is going to L.A., like I said, a game that the Spurs really need to win. And I think Popovich is just going to lean on guys that he trusts. Obviously, Aldridge is the premier option in San Antonio, but Patty Mills I know is a guy Pop trusts in big games, important games that he needs. So I think Patty's going to get nice volume. I think he will play at least 30 minutes. $4,500, I can live with that price and I'm just hoping that he is not a dud for me. He is a little bit of a gamble, but, uh, you know, I think he's just going to play so much in what will be an important game. I don't think he's going to let Greg Popovich down, and it's a facto. I don't think he's going to let me down. So I'm liking Patty Mills. little Spurs tandem there in my lineup. Not something I usually do because I'm not in love with their offense, but with the matchup against L.A., I do like it. Uh, Another guard I debated was Dwayne Wade. I debated putting Dwayne Wade in just because I am a Dwayne Wade fan. But, er, I I was a Dwayne Wade fan. Okay, so so I thought about putting Dwayne Wade in because I it's always somebody from Miami that goes off, like I was just talking about. But I don't know if it's Dwayne Wade. And then I was looking for something to sort of teeter me to either go ahead and gamble with Dwayne Wade or pull back. And then I stumbled upon... A little reminder that Dwayne Wade is a huge wine guy, and I, th- I can't, I can't do it. Can't play a wine guy, uh, especially if I'm on the fence about him. As you guys know, this podcast is doing what it can to make beer what it what it used to be, make beer great again, if you will. And Dwayne Wade is sort of running the slanderous attack against a. Against beer, he is pro-wine, as all the other fancy pants NBA guys are. But, you know, this is sort of my mini moral stance. I'm not going to stand for it. And you know, I'm actually going to be I'm gonna be shockingly honest with you guys here for a second. I think this is even going to surprise some of my fantasy millionaire comrades. Uh, ben and I, on our most recent vacation, we actually one night, to do a little market research, we purchased a bottle of wine. Um, and we we drank it. We drank the bottle of wine again. Market research, and we were very, you know, I don't know if we went into it with an open mind because, as you guys know, Jamie is the pro wine propaganda propaganda pusher of the fantasy millionaires. Ben and I have been starkly on the beer train because we are, you know, we're educated. But we decided to give wine a try, and it was so underwhelming and disappointing that it just reaffirmed what we've always known and that is that beer is the official drink of this podcast we are not here to appropriate the culture of wine drinking if i'm using if i I don't know what that means but uh well i'm hoping we'll get some comments from ben he's got i'm sure he's gonna have a lot of thoughts on this podcast but Maybe I'll get his comments on how our wine night went, but we were not impressed with wine. We ended up having a great time with beer to sort of salvage the trip and the night. Uh, but anyway, a little tangent there. I'd love to, since apparently it's me the rest of the way, I'd love to get Ben and Jamie's thoughts for the Thursday podcast, and we will revisit this wine and beer debate that has been so fiercely contested amongst the fantasy millionaires but i gotta tell you wine ben and i gave wine a shot and it just fell flat you know and you only get so many opportunities to impress guys like us and it it did not so 
wine is we were right i mean i don't think that surprises anyone definitely doesn't surprise us we were right about wine all along everyone that likes wine kind of a fraud jamie will come around jamie's just not enlightened on the issue but he'll come around he's a he's a smart guy so so hopefully we'll get some comments from those guys uh, and I will keep you guys updated. Maybe we'll get some stuff on Twitter there. Maybe we'll get them. Maybe they'll call into to my podcast next Thursday. We'll see. Anyways, moving along, I went with Patty Mills at the guard position. Dwayne Wade got the axe from me, although I do still like the guy. So now i got two more positions left, and at forward for 4,500, a guy that I plugged into my lineup is Etwan Moore of the New Orleans Pelicans. He has sort of become a very stable and dependable third option for the Pelicans that they've really needed, especially with DeMarcus Cousins out. Anthony Davis is obviously so dominant, MVP candidate, their premier go-to player. And then you have Drew Holiday in the backcourt. But then that third option is kind of up for grabs. And Etwan Moore has sort of inserted himself into that role, plays about 30 minutes a game, which you know I love, need that volume and has put up some pretty solid DraftKings numbers. 4,500, he's gone for 30 a few times DraftKings-wise, and he's usually hovering around 25. If he can get to that 25 mark, he is fine by me. Uh, New Orleans needs this game. They will get this game against Memphis. Um, so there is a little blowout concern, but they haven't really been blowing teams out, which is what I noticed when I looked back at the stats here. So hopefully each one will get his minutes regardless. Looking for him to at least hit 25 for me. That would be over five times value. That would be good enough for me. He is not a guy that is going to go crazy for for this podcast lineup, but uh, a solid option nonetheless. And then at utility, <clears throat> at utility, the last guy, the last name that I have for you guys, $4,800 of the Atlanta Hawks is a guy I have not rolled out yet this season, a name I haven't even said this season. Damian Lee. Damian Lee has worked his way into this Hawks front court. Uh, he is on a second 10-day contract. The Hawks obviously not playing for anything, getting some new guys some run. And I think he's been a pleasant surprise for the Hawks. Uh, obviously, you don't expect too much with these 10-day contracts, but he has come up. He has got his shots up. And he has scored the ball relatively okay. Not incredibly efficient, but he has done enough on the stat sheet to produce some viable fantasy fantasy games he put up 31 fantasy points two games ago and that is what i'm looking for again in this game at home against miami damian lee he's a little bit of a gamble but i don't mind the matchup i'm i looks like this guy's only his confidence is only growing certainly volatile some of these guys in my lineup are but as you can tell I, I constructed this lineup around two big men, and then everything else I sort of looked sort of looked for value uh, with what I thought was a high floor. Damian Lee, certainly one of the gambles in the lineup, but I like it. Uh, I will read that lineup back for you guys one more time. I will give you my closing remarks, and we will be on our way for this Wednesday slate. So we'll go quickly here. Point guard, DJ Augustine. Shooting guard, Dylan Brooks. Small forward, Jason Tatum. Power forward, LaMarcus Aldridge. Center, Andre Drummond. Guard, Patty Mills. Forward, Etwan Moore. And at utility, Damian Lee. So 
keep in mind that the last time I constructed a solo lineup without interference from from outside co-hosts, uh, I hit money. So I expect more of the same here. This is this is a total solo show. I guess this is now a one-man show, solo act. Um, if Ben has listened this far, I'll be honest, I miss Ben. I miss Jamie. They're both in Europe, or they're both leaving for Europe soon. They love me so much that they're both going halfway across the world. Uh, if, if Ben, if you've gotten this far... I'm not mad. I'm just trying to light a fire under you, see if I can get you back on the podcast while I was you know, running my mouth a little bit at the beginning. He is still my co-host. This is still our podcast. Uh, Jamie, if you're listening and you want to hop on the podcast, I don't really want to be alone forever. So if somebody wants to come on, got a few more podcasts. But uh, if not, that's cool as well, guys. I am fine on my own. I don't need you guys anyway. Uh, that I need you guys, but anyway, uh, this this will conclude my solo act. Uh, I I do like this lineup, guys. I think I think there are some benefits when you craft a lineup with other people, but I also think there's some benefits when you craft a lineup by yourself. I sort of had a vision, and because I saw so much value on the board, I went high with two guys. Everyone else went a little bit lower, and I think it's all going to come together nicely. Uh, I think it's. Definitely going to hit money, and I'm hoping for big money, and I'm expecting big money. So that is, I mean, you know, usually this is the part where I ask Ben if he has any other thoughts, but um, I guess that's going to be it for me. I think what I've learned about myself is I am, I'm okay on my own, but uh, man, the podcast world is a little lonely by yourself. I need a yin to my yang, but if I have to be yin and yang, I'll rise to the occasion. I think I just did. Um, but yeah, plug in the lineup, plug in some of those players. If you don't want the whole lineup, make it your own, see what you can do with it. Uh, let us know on fantasy millionaires, how you did, if you used our players or if you totally disagree, or if you hated my podcast, keep that shit to yourself. Um, but other than that, follow us on Twitter at millionaires DFS, follow us on Instagram at fantasy millionaires. And that's all I got folks. Good luck with this lineup. I will be checking in with you on Thursday. We'll have a little bit more content lined up. Hopefully we can get at least some thoughts from Ben and Jamie. But for now, you guys take care. Good luck, and we'll talk to you Thursday.